0: Welcome to the ring and steel podcast i'm your host mike and i have oz today with me running the board we are here to promote firearm safety and training bring industry news support local businesses support local shooting clubs and spotlight positive firearm related legislation i want to give a special thanks to strange days for letting us use their song satellite soul as our intro today and after the episode, stay tuned, we will be closing the show out with the full song. So, everybody knows I run Black Market Coatings. Um, Black Market Coatings is still turning out custom coatings and supplying customers with great products from Athlon Optics and Rise Armament. We are currently running about three weeks out on finishes, and who knows how long I'm getting certain parts for building guns. Uh, the shop that we've been building is almost done. Uh, As I've learned along the way doing this all by myself for the most part, it is a huge undertaking. Um, A lot more work than I expected, but we're getting it and uh, hopefully within the next couple weekends here it'll all be done and up and usable. Um, Another thing, part of what slowed down progress on that I've started a new business venture with a friend of mine and somebody I shoot NRL 22 matches with, uh, Matt Stoddard. We've opened Disciple Defense Group. Uh, we currently offer firearms training. Uh, particularly, we are starting with our, introduc- or our uh, permit-to-carry classes. We have uh, introduction pricing for that class is $80 per student. This does include the range fee. Uh, This is a USCCA formatted class, and if you register online, you will receive the Concealed Carry and Home Defense Fundamentals eBook. Uh, I recently received my USCCA instructor certification to be able to offer this. Uh, Matt is NRA certified and also attending the USCCA training. Uh, We are adding classes all the time, so check out discipledefense.com. For more info or to register for a class, and uh, Oz, why don't you tell us what you're
1: uh, up to lately? So obviously, I own and operate AP Laser Engraving, so that's APLasers.com. And the majority, of what we're doing right now is not so much the decorative style uh, engraving, but more NFA. Uh, so anybody who has gun trust they have to have their everything, uh, you know, engraved uh, with their information on it, and then also a lot of suppressors was so they have to have information what caliber it is, a serial number, all that, all engraved on there. So we can do all that, and, um, yeah, you just got to call and make an appointment or go online, and it's APLasers.com. What's the uh, phone number they can give you a call at? 612-309-6023.
0: Perfect. Anything else you have for us today?
1: That's pretty much it, actually. We've been staying pretty busy. We've got a lot of gun shows coming up, and hopefully – if the governor will allow, we will be uh, doing uh, the uh, um, education building down on the state fairgrounds and also the Coliseum. So hopefully that'll be open by June.
0: Yeah, COVID sure has changed a lot for all of us, especially you. With uh yeah. I know you rely heavily on attending gun shows and yep. things like that. It's um, been getting better. That's good. That's good to hear. It uh, open so. So today we've brought in a special guest um we'd like to welcome jim bonin from make sherburne county a second amendment defender county uh, this is a group that i've been a little bit involved with for about the past year uh, we were really kicking off when covid started and kind of shut things down uh, there have been some members of the group operating in the background still making a push um, but i'm going to turn it over to jim here for a second and uh let him introduce himself. Uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about himself, and then we'll get into the meat of the subject. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, my name is Jim Bonin. Um, I'm
2: helping out with the Make Sherburne County 2A uh, Defender Group. Like you said, we've been going on for about a year. Um, varying levels of participation with people and COVID and all that stuff, throwing wrenches into it, it's made it a little bit challenging um now personally i guess i'm a paramedic i uh have a little bit of uh history with organizing a few things helped out organize the fish fair years ago and uh some fishing clubs and fishing camps and things like that that we did um uh not a ton things but uh all volunteer stuff pretty fun um yeah but yeah right now i do a lot of shooting and uh this year, because of this stuff that we're doing, the fishing has been kind of lacking quite a bit. The boat's still in the driveway, not on the dock. I was able to
0: get mine out finally once this year. Uh, I'm jealous. Once so far. Are they biting? Uh, they were okay on Eagle Lake. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple, the kids no, no mostly. No names,
2: no names. <laughs> Keep us- yeah. yeah. Get the crowds up here. I
0: I mean... Um, Lake, Eagle Lake Fremont. Ontario. Right? We'll, we'll send Ontario. them to Fremont Lake. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, you you said you do some shooting, some stuff like that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the shooting you're doing right now?
2: Yeah, I'm involved with the Monticello Rod and Gun Club. It's not the big one south of town on 25 that everybody kind of relates to Monticello, but it's a small one up by Monticello Park and the nuclear power p- plant. Uh, west of monticello okay um we do a pistol carbine league out there every thursday they shoot trap out there on thursdays and uh um, we have a lot of fun it's yeah everybody's invited to come shoot pistol carbine with us on Thursdays. completely open to the public then it's open to the public it's ten dollars for non-members to shoot it's five dollars for members to shoot and we have uh two courses set up kind of we are not EFG professional right. shooters by any means. We kind of meet everybody at their own level. And if somebody's a brand-new shooter, we help them, assist them, and moving from station to station. It's not indoor um, bowling alley-type shooting, which I call the indoor ranges. You stand in a lane and shoot down the lane. We're moving and uh, practicing, hopefully, for uh, things we'll never have to use in our lifetimes, but
0: we practice so that we're ready. Um, so yeah, that's every Thursday. Awesome. So the uh, make Sherburne County a Second Amendment defender county. what what is the goal of the group? Well the goal of the group is most people are pretty aware
2: there's a um, sanctuary county and state movement going around the nation right now. I think they had a big start in Vermont when their legislature, um, went completely Democrat, um, and, and made a lot of threats, uh, against second amendment owners or second amendment practitioners, owners of firearms to, to take those away, to limit what they're going to, what they can use to possibly even make them felons over owning things that they've already owned and that they've owned for years, um. Magazines that carry more than 10 rounds, uh, semi automatic rifles, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It just goes on and on. And a lot of us take those threats fairly serious. And, you know, we want to avoid conflict (coughs) down the road. And we want to avoid it for our kids and for our grandkids. And we're taking this battle to a legal, um, non violent, respectful uh, format. That's what we're what we're doing with this right now. And we're focusing this on our county. Um, there's a map I wish I could show you that has counties all over the nation um, involved in some states, entire states. And there's more and more every day. You see more yeah. and more on there that are doing this, saying in our state or our county, we are not going to allow the Second Amendment to be infringed. We are going to stand up and respect the Constitution of the United States, and we're going to live by it here. And it's not like a sanctuary movement where they're trying to protect illegal aliens or anything like that. We're trying to protect a constitutional, constitutionally protected, God-given, or natural right that right. we have as individuals the right to life and the right to protect it.
0: Yeah, and, th- and that's, I've been seeing lately, surprising areas like... Some of well, Colorado in general, you know, I've got friends there, uh we've got family there, they're passing bans on weapons magazines. The stuff doesn't work, the bans on things don't work. that's not the problem, yeah, so yes, yeah, so I completely understand we need to protect ourselves and protect our constitution because that's what the country is founded on. The second goes, and what goes next, you know. It, it it's hard cuz there there's multiple people out there in the firearms industry. You've got the old-time grouse hunters, bird hunters, you know, they they love their shotguns, their over-unders, their pump shotguns. And they they're not worried cuz oh, everybody's just coming after the AR-15. That 30-06 bolt action that they own is more a weapon of war. Than our semi-automatic AR fifteen. Yes, are. it is. Yep. That gun was has won wars for people. The AR fifteen is a variant of a military weapon, but it is yeah. not a military weapon that everybody's scared of. So, so moving on, who's support? Who is in support of this group or movement? You know, are there? People in the county, uh, public-wise, versus uh, elected officials.
3: Yeah.
0: Well,
2: a uh, little bit of history on it was about a year ago, well, it was January, a little over a year ago, year and a half ago almost, um, a group of Sherbourne County elected officials wrote a letter to the Sherburne County Board of Commissioners. Um, she, Representative Shane Meckland, I think, had a lot to do Um, with kicking that off. I think he was the main driver behind it. Um, We also have uh, Senator Andrew Matthews, uh, Representative Kurt Dowd, I believe he's a minority leader in the House, uh, signed his name to it. Um, Senator Michelle Benson signed her name to it. Uh, Paul Novotny, who was running at the time, signed his name to it. Um, Let's see, Senator Mary Kiffmeyer has her name on it so I don't miss anybody. Um, yeah, Sondra Erickson, representative, also signed her name to it, and I think that's it, um, who initially wrote this letter to the Sherburne County Board of Commissioners. Well, the Sherbourne County Board of Commissioners doesn't seem to think that it's an issue that they should take up. Um, they think it should be handled at the state level Um, at the national level, and that they are not responsible for protecting that right for some reason. And I've talked to the county administrator about it. Um, They said they're not in the business of uh, making resolutions. They said if we have to make one resolution for, if we have to make a resolution for one, we have to make a resolution for everybody. And I have a
0: Strong disagreement with that statement. Um, You make a resolution to support the constitution of the people that you are governing or that you work for, because that's what I think a lot of these politicians forget. They work for us. We don't... They're not our leaders. They They just work for us. They represent us. Yes. So so right now, um, I know there's been movement in Minnesota. Uh, Do you know... What counties have already passed this type of resolution? The latest I have, and I can't... um, I know, was it Wright County's passed it? Wright County, um, and a lady I know down
2: there uh, really pushed this through. Um, They did it in a very rapid, expedient way. She got the people down there involved and motivated. And they passed this before COVID um, really took hold and put a damper on things. We dragged our feet a little bit up here. You know, a lot of us were inexperienced and don't didn't know how to do this stuff, live and learn. But now a year and a half later, we're trying to accomplish what she did down there um, right away All right um, they also had the benefit of having a board of directors directors that was pretty sympathetic to what they were doing and understanding of what they were doing that's the main thing I think is they really understood the implications uh, of the constant you know the constitutional protection um, you know there's this thing called the uh, um, doctrine of lesser magistrates that that uh, I think explains their responsibility Greatly, And I think they understood that, and they they took it up. They're drawing a line at their county borders, saying, here, we're going to remain the United States of America. Yeah. No matter what.
0: And, And correct me if I'm wrong, but there's at least half a dozen, if not, what, 10 counties in Minnesota that have already passed this?
2: Yes, yeah, so I've got a map here. That it's hard to read the
0: little small names
2: of the counties on there. But um, there, it says there's 14 of them right now on okay, there. Okay, so yeah, it's have
0: even grown more since the last some. time I even looked.
2: And if there's 33 that are working towards um, making it a county resolution.
0: Yeah, Sherburne County, we cannot be the last county to let this to pass this. So. So
2: I was told um, by our sheriff here that. Sherburne County has more guns per capita than any other county in Minnesota. Why we're dragging our feet on this and why people aren't leaning on our commissioners just a little bit and respectfully so to, to get this passed. I, I'm
0: so that's going to lead into a little bit more conversation that I have after my next question for you. Uh, what are some things that the group is doing to spread the word and get the goals out um, any events coming up or anything going on right now that people can get involved in or people can show up for?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a um, petition we're circulating right now. We have both an online petition and a hard copy petition. I kind of prefer the hard copy petition, um, but getting volunteers to go out and get that out to the people is tough. There's um there's a small handful of us out there that are doing it, and and there's a Of that handful, there's even a smaller handful that are highly motivated and getting out there and uh, knocking on doors even and getting this stuff done. We've gotten to a few events. Um, We we hope we can get to some more events um, with this petition. Along with this petition, we are um, trying to get people motivated to come out to a rally that we're going to have at the Sherman County Government Center on Highway 10, just to the west of Elk River, on, uh, 10 o'clock, at 10 o'clock on May, Saturday, May 22nd. Okay. And there at that rally, um, we're not going to have a whole bunch of politicians speaking. We know where they stand pretty much, and the ones that stood up and signed their name to this, um, we're very uh, grateful for that. Our sheriff is a great supporter of the Second Amendment. We're grateful to that. We know where they stand. What we're trying to accomplish at this rally is to get business owners in this county and individuals in this co- county to come out and to and to speak for um, a minute, five minutes, whatever they want, what they want to say in support of this resolution and the Second Amendment and that kind of stuff. We really want to get the uh, voters of this county um, fired up to act. and And the purpose of all this is to go to a Commissioners' meeting, a Sherburne County Board of Commissioners meeting, at the same place, the Sherburne County Government Center, on Tuesday, um, June fifteenth, and that uh, that's going to be where we want to have minimally one hundred citizens at that meeting. Um, Yep, Tuesday the 15th. I had to double-check. Yeah. Tuesdays, Thursdays, all that. But it's Tuesday the 15th. We want to have a minimum of 100 people at that meeting to show these commissioners that we are the majority of people in this county, and this is what we want done. We're, we're willing to stand up for what we believe in and our rights. Um, so that's, that's the goal, to get as many people to that meeting as we can. And just prior to that, we're starting to encourage everybody to start contacting their commissioners, again and again and again and really lean on them to to address this issue and explain themselves clearly because i I don't understand their explanations for not um backing this some claim to be second amendment advocates and yet refuse to back this um
0: yeah I, i i like to get a little more aggressive with them tell them grow a backbone and support what they believe in and if they don't i feel that shows their true colors um But as a gun owner and just my lifestyle in general, I just want to be left alone and allowed and let me live my life. Uh, So, you know, I I, kind of stepped out of my comfort zone in the beginning, uh, getting involved with the group, too, and uh, offering you guys a little bit of help. I I know I haven't done a whole lot. Um, One of the things I'm trying to do like this podcast today is, you know, give you more platforms to get the word out. But. It's ironic to me, the amount of people, like you said, Sherburne County's gun ownership per capita is the highest in Minnesota of all counties. Why can't we get people out? Um, you know, I, I do hear the arguments, well, the meeting's on a Tuesday. We're the working class people. We're the ones that go to work. I get that. Um, and it's hard. I know I'm devoting a vacation day to show up. Yeah. Um, I'll be there on the 22nd. Uh, definitely uh, – supporting the group. Um, but what can we do or what can you do or what do you recommend for other people to get involved? Uh, I know we're looking for support. Uh, we need feet on the street, getting petitions signed. Um, is there, you know, can we get people going to businesses, getting them to hang petitions up for signatures, flyers up pamphlets with information? Um, are there current businesses we have in the group that are I mean I'm not a storefront so it, it kinda bums me out I can't be, you know, on a main drag through town, but you know are, the, are well where I am at in Zimmerman there's only one gun well, there's two gun shops. There's one on the main drag and then one on the highway. And I, I know the one on the main drag, he he runs his business but he doesn't get involved in much. Um I haven't dealt with the other one a whole lot, uh, but are there other gun shops around that we could get, or um, you know, who do we who do we go to? How do we get people involved in this?
2: Yeah, the gun shops. I, I'm not familiar with a ton of gun shops in Sherburne County. I know there's a Riverside Sports, a guy named John Thompson's really good with guns. Um, he's supportive of all this stuff. Um, you know, we got a number of gun clubs in this county. We got you know out to the west. We got Delton Gun Club. Man, I grew up out there. Trap shooting with my dad, and oh, the memories! I'm driving out there today to drop off um, a little business display and copy of the petition that we have. And uh, Stu's Stu's uh, um, uh, a gunsmithing shop out there too. I know he's supportive; he has been for about a year. Um, then we've got you know across the north edge of the county, we got Wild Marsh uh, Sporting Clays. I'm gonna try and swing in there and talk to them. I think over here in. Uh, Zimmerman isn't. I think there's a gun gun club out there too that one of our uh, members, Gene, has been to. Um, well, I know. Is it Zimmerman? Maybe it's closer to Princeton.
0: There's a gun range up in Princeton. Uh, they're out. They're in Malax County. Um, I can't think of anything. West Branch, West Branch, West Branch. yeah, that's one up in Malax. Uh, there is a private gun club, actually. Now that I think about it, across one sixty nine on four somewhere. Okay um but sherburne county is huge it's even yeah, it bigger is. than i've realized you know because i'm kind of the northeast corner of it in zimmerman and it stretches all the way what through becker
2: yeah oh yeah west of becker uh, all the way to Saint of- cloud
0: yeah because you know, deltone is right over next to luth ar is that correct yes yeah, yeah so i mean that that's what a 45 minute stretch for us to get over there so it's a huge county it is there's know, yeah, but it's rural, too. I mean, we are spread out up here. Yeah.
2: But we also have kind of a Minnesota um, predicament where we have one city that has a massive population. That's Elk River. Yeah. And that might be part of the issue that we have that we're dealing with. And we've got a couple of people working Elk River pretty hard. We've also um, had one of our displays stolen from the Dunn Brothers Coffee already in Elk River. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody over there is... Uh, not a big proponent of,
3: I'll
2: yeah. keep it civil. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I was going to say that.
0: The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's disappointing because, yeah, there's plenty of movements out there I haven't supported, but you never do, consider stealing something. I, you them. never cut down somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's just sad and pathetic that people act like they do nowadays. I mean, look at the country in general, where everything's yes. polarizing and dividing people there's no one's willing to find a middle ground. And I know things that I'm passionate about. I will listen to the other side. I will yeah sit there and let you tell me about your side and I will take, you know, a critical thinking ear to it yeah. and actually take in what you're telling me and not judge you as a person. I may not agree with you, but, If you have good reasoning and good support of what you believe, I want to hear it. Yeah. So It just seems that so much of the compromise we're asked to do
2: today is always on the side of something that we're going to consider pretty wrong. And the compromise is never towards what's correct, what's right,
0: what's... I'm going to say godly um it's it's god given what we have in this country and, yeah i agree and, and there there's there's always uh sayings or quotes where you you're one election away and we truly yes. are yeah. and we might actually be in the current administration that defeats it uh, I, i'm and that's why i'm so supportive and i've finally gotten truly active in this stuff um, you know, running two businesses, working full time, it, it cuts my time commitment, but you know, we have to do something because I want my yeah. kids to be able to have the same freedoms in the life that I've had. I, I want people to have the opportunity to fail and pick themselves up, dust themselves off and try it again. Keep I, trying. I have failed in my life. I have lost yeah. everything and I've moved on and I've built myself back up and my family um never say die. Yeah. It, <laughs> Keep going. I'm either too stupid or too stubborn, one of the two, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so That's a built this country. That is it what is built it. Um you know, like I said before, we just want to be left alone and let, live our lives. Yeah. I you know I live in the country because I like my space. I like my freedoms. I like my kids being able to go out and run and call the sack and play. You can't do that in the cities. I mean, you look at places like Chicago, Minneapolis is turning Uh, into a Chicago, St. Paul's turning into a Chicago. Those
2: cities burned last summer. I mean, they burned. It wasn't just a little unfriendly riot. It was, I think it made the 60s look
0: calm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) The, the, unbelievable in while the governor and the mayor kind of sat by
0: and everybody blames firearms but a firearm is no different than a hammer yeah a, a torch a screwdriver i mean if somebody has ill intent in their mind they're going to commit ill intent people like me that have carry permits are into firearms i do not go out looking for a fight my firearm on my side actually keeps me out exactly it is a it's a mental block for me to shut my mouth and walk away exactly because you know the our country is facing mass mental instability, especially after COVID, and everybody's been locked up. Everybody's been taken away from things they want. People have been taken away from families and visiting families on the holidays. Yeah, We cannot continue to live like this. The nursing
2: homes are the most tragic thing you can see right now, the people sitting in the nursing homes without families coming to visit them and dying alone. That is alone. so sad to me. After all these years they spent with family, and all of a sudden they're forced to die alone literally die there these old yeah. people are dying that's the end of their lives and they're not going to let family in to hold their hand while they're that,
0: that is just criminal yeah and I then think there you, needs to be accountability for that you've got kids in school um whether you agree with masks or not um I I can't tell you how many videos you see on the internet and how many reports you see the, you know, kids in sports having to wear masks. My kids, we've had to pull them. We're homeschooling our kids traditionally now because they cannot live. Communication is facial. It's expression. It's not just words. People I've I've been pretty lucky. Um, I've only got into it with two people in stores because I don't wear a mask. I God's going to do with me what he wants to do with me. If, when it's my time, it's my time. Um, whether people agree with God and religion, that's fine. But I have a belief, I have a system, I'm not out harming others. I do keep my distance. I do respect people with that. But when I go into a store with three kids, ages 6 to 13... The only way I can communicate with them in a noisy store is facial expressions. If they can't see that my face is the one that's put that voice out, they're not going to listen. I love my kids. They're great, but they're 6 to 13 years old. They're listening and attention spans about as big as an ant. My mom and
2: dad only had to look at us, and we knew exactly what they meant. With that mask, that cuts half your communication down right there.
0: And my kids are going to grow up, go out into society, grown up around firearms, yeah. have life experiences, and they're going to respect the firearm. They're going to respect the activities. Yeah. They've got the mental stability. Because they grew up with discipline, not being given trophies just for showing up. They had to pr- prove themselves. They've learned to fail. They've learned to succeed. They've learned to get up and dust themselves off. Yeah. So, well, this has gotten a little off topic, but I think it's great discussion. Um, yeah,
2: you know, it's just the 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 efforts we're having here. I mean, they're all over the country, like I said, and, and here in the state. Um it's growing it needs to grow more i think yeah um, minnesota gun owners caucus has done a ton of work to push this stuff and to really light fires under people they're the ones who lit the fire under me and i started getting involved with them at the capitol and stuff and just showing up and just being a body in the crowd and uh um you know calling my legislature i never did any of that stuff before um rob and brian started you know, getting on me and doing that. And then I, I got to the Capitol on one of their things, and my senator, Mary Kiffmeyer, shook her finger at me and said, you need to get involved. And it's like, okay. It was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I've done so, a little bit with them. I've helped out with some banquet dinners, some donations for some things to raise some money. A gun owner, gunowners.mn is their website. And like you said, yeah, Rob Doerr, Brian Strausser. Yeah those guys Lisa Connor all them people man they, support them Connor Dane that guy he's a little quiet a little in the beginning he knows he more goes. than most people are ever going to even have the opportunity <laughs> to know the more I follow him on Facebook and see him yeah uh, he's involved in a lot of stuff there um Lisa their uh, media person she's great uh She's inspiring. She gets people motivated. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they were out at our gun club. Uh, what was it two years ago? We had a shoot for the
2: second event, and they they came out and helped us out with that. And we try we're trying to get members from. So I'm seeing with these gun clubs. You know, I you know I forgot to mention the gun club list is Elk River Sportsman's Club over there, and I think that place is huge. Um, yeah. But anyway, that th- that a lot of the people in these gun clubs. Are not Like you said, they might be hunters and stuff, but they're not supporting the Second Amendment yeah. stuff too much. Even in our club, the bylaws said nothing about supporting the Second Amendment and, and standing up for that. And I, di- I don't get that. Um these gun clubs we really as gun owners of all types we got to come together and start supporting this and supporting groups like the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus and paying them don't get them confused with Minnesota Gun Rights Group yeah <laughs> two different groups do not get them confused they're easily confused both have similar last names to some oh. of their people but don't do that they they're so um yeah Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus
0: yeah they are the, the ones that really fight for us they're 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 at the legislature daily. Yeah, they, Rob
2: Dorr is the, at that every day they are in session. He's down there yeah. and watching out for us. He's caught a lot of things um, that might yes, have gotten blown has. by and snuck in. So, yeah,
0: support them. So, so uh, you know, it's a great movement. It's a great thing we're doing. Uh, I, I feel your pain. Um, I, I do see the lack of support, and it's – I think it's goes back to a little bit of the mentality. People just want to be left alone. If they ignore it, it'll go away. But the problem is, it's not nowadays. I know when I was growing up, we had the uh, Clinton gun ban. Yeah. Thank God that thing uh, went to bed and <laughs> yeah. uh, gave us the opportunities we've had now. Um, you know, but we're at it again now, um, and this is a a lot tighter of a fight. This this will be. Permanent, whatever they try to pass. Yeah, it was like a test um, run. So, again, uh, what is website or anything oh, we can yeah. send people to? I know we've got a Facebook page. Yep. Um, it's all Make Sherburne County
2: uh, Second Amendment Defender. The um, website is uh, um, Sherwin County Two A. Okay. And you can go on there, and it's not a very huge website, but it has the petition on there, and you can um we'd really appreciate to know knowing anybody that is committed to going to especially the commissioner's meeting so we have an idea the numbers that are going to be there and um
0: it it really helps encourage us too to keep going you know let's show them in numbers what we want and uh we're not going to sit down and let them railroad us anymore that's yeah i even thought about printing up a bunch of um paper pitchforks and torches to bring with but i
2: thought maybe that'd be a little over the top so i think
0: we're past the paper versions well, of those
2: but that's
1: no.
2: we're we're really just trying to convince
0: these guys of uh, uh how we want to be represented yeah so again that's may 22nd at 10 a.m at the sherburne county government building yeah. west of elk river on the south side of i-10 yeah i-10 a from arizona here yeah. so it's just you uh, know highway 10. just highway 10 Minnesota up here highway 10, probably um here. Yeah. and then june 15th yeah. the commissioner's meeting we need Jeez. a minimum of 100 people to show up in numbers uh will we all have an opportunity to speak or are, is there only going to be a select few that they possibly let speak or at the commissioner's meeting probably not we're going to try and keep it um
2: To around five or so every uh, they have a two minute um public the public's allowed to speak for two minutes at the beginning of each at at each uh, commissioner's meeting i've attended two of them and as far as i know there's only been two of us in the county that have attended these meetings and that that's just shocking to me so that's why we really want to get people i like you said it's a it's a tuesday during work we all work um i have to go to work right after that um but Whatever it takes, I'm telling people: beg, borrow, steal. Be there. We have to, um, we have to sacrifice for this a yeah. little bit.
0: Otherwise, we're gonna lose this, and yeah, and once it's gone, we won't see it back. I mean,
2: no, to get so it back will be something we don't even want to comprehend. So. Yeah.
0: Well, Jim, we appreciate you coming in today. Thank uh, you for having me. It's been informative. Um, hopefully, uh, we can get this out into everybody's ears in Sherburne County. Uh, So as for the show and everything going on, um, upcoming events, I have been working with Independence Training in Arizona, uh, bringing them up here to Minnesota to provide two days of training that includes defensive handgun and IFAC Emergency Medical Lifesaver. If there is enough interest, we will also be offering four hours of low-light, no-light pistol training on the, uh, handgun day. Uh, if you go to trainingcom or call me at 763-280-3930 for more info. Uh, the training is September 25th and 26th in Zimmerman. Uh, we're limited to 20 students per class. Um, the same 20 do not have to attend both classes, but we do need to have, uh, minimum of 10 maximum of 20 just so everybody can get a good one-on-one training for this Uh, these guys are amazing Uh, they do run a podcast also out of Arizona so please check that out it is the arms room show Uh, they do not know I'm plugging them I've I've been working with uh, Glenn Stilson there um, I have not told him I'm an FFL, firearms, business owner, podcaster, or anything. Cause I, I don't want him to come up with any preconceived <laughs> ideas as to who I might be. Um, I do have friends and family in Arizona that have used them for training and can't say enough good stuff about them. Uh, so that is the show for today. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, send us feedback on Facebook. Uh, let us know what topics you want to hear. I know we've been off the air here for a little while. We've been extremely busy taking care of some other business in our lives. We are making a push to get back on. Our goal is one episode a month. If we get listeners starting to give us inf- give us ideas for shows, uh, get us in touch with people you want to hear from. We will start looking to go to every two weeks or so for this. Um, And stay tuned as we close out the show. We are going to run the full song from Strange Days, Satellite Satellite Soul. Again, we are out. uh, Spring and Steel podcast, Mike and Oz. And thanks again, Jim, for coming in.
3: Fine, and time gets wasted until tomorrow greets us with another try.